welcome back to Parked Car Convos. I am Maddie Mitchell, and I hope you all had a wonderful New Year's Eve. I hope you're all safe, you know, COVID-wise, and every every other definition of the word. I hope you were safe. Um, I hope you have set some good intentions for the year and are already crushing those goals, because I'm recording this on January 3rd, and let's face it, this is the first official day of the year. Um... And so I hope you have had the energy to be productive and are in a good mood starting the year off right. I am very much um, low energy at the moment. And which is, this is sad because I was so high energy this morning, um, but I had a lot of shit to get done. So I'm not recording this until the afternoon. And naturally the afternoons are like I'm I'm not productive at all I truly should not even be a functioning member of society society at this point um so I am I'm really low energy but that's fine because I wanted today's episode to just kind of be another therapy session because I've just been I'm a very introspective person I like to reflect and some every year around New Year's and also around my birthday I start to really just reflect on the past year reflect on what I want going forward and all of that jazz and this is something I do every single week in therapy honestly but um, I haven't had therapy in like three weeks because my therapist is on a much deserved uh, vacation slash break from me (laughs) just me um no but I I don't have it again for like two more weeks so like I had like a month-long therapy break and I just feel like I need to verbalize all of those thoughts that I have um and I think a lot of them center around personal growth and just being on your own growth journey and um this is gonna sound really woo-woo this is not gonna be my typical funny guy shtick which I know is depressing. I know that's what you come here for. Uh, uh, Just a bucket of laughs, a barrel of laughs. What's this saying? I don't know. Anyways, yeah, I just kind of wanted to, I wanted to keep it low key today. And just, I have no plan of what I'm going to say, which is always detrimental and terrible and a bad idea, but I think it's fine. So this is just going to be a a more casual episode and I will just be rambling, which I mean, that part, that's not any different any other time but um yeah let's let's just get into it so the year is 2022 that's crazy that is truly crazy I I actually I made a TikTok about this the other day but I was saying this is it's so weird being at the age I'm at now I'm 23 and I graduated college like basically two years ago now and it is really weird because up until when you finish school you pretty much know what every year is going to be. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, okay, I'm going into my senior year. I'm going into my sophomore year, whatever year you're going into. You know what that's going to look like. Like when it's in college, it's like, okay, I'll be in school until May. I'll have finals. I'll have the summer off where I'll, you know, work a summer job. Then I'll go back to school in August and do the whole thing over again. You pretty much know what your year is going to look like on January 1st. You know, obviously so much can happen that you can't anticipate, but you know that my food is ready. LOL. Um, I should probably get that. I don't want it to burn. Okay. Hi, I'm back. I mean, for you, I never left, but for me, I'm back. I really just made the best bowl for myself and I roasted Brussels sprouts and broccoli and this like chicken sausage with sun-dried tomato. 
over rice with the vegan tzatziki sauce. I'm so sorry. My mouth is salivating and I just ate it. So I'm not even hungry. Anyways. Um, yeah. So I just took a little, a little lunch break. But as I was saying, this year is weird because um, I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't even have like a vague out outline. That's the word I was looking for. Outline of what's going to happen. Like I have pretty much every year of my life up until last year, which last year was also chaotic because we were in the thick of the pandemic, which, you know, as I'm saying it now, it's like, great, we still are, but at least I'm triple vaxxed this time. Um, and it's just crazy because last year it was like, I could, it was still, it was still a weird place to be in where it was like, I don't really know what the world is going to be like this year. And this year, I don't know. It's just anything could happen. And that's kind of a weird, a weird feeling going into a year where you're like, I genuinely have no clue. This could go so many different ways. And that's a really exciting thought, but it's also kind of terrifying because I, not that I like want to know everything, but I I would like to have, you know, a vague blueprint. I'd like that. I like living in the, you know, I have this, this sort of mental framework of what's going to happen and what, you know, um, I'm going to, I'm going to strive for. And it's like, I, I do, I do have that to some extent, you know, I need to get a job. I need to move out. There are things that need to get done. There are goals that I need to accomplish, but within that there are so many other things you know where am I going to move to I have no idea (laughs) what kind of job am I going to get I have no idea um so there's just there's so much um possibility and I'm trying to frame that in a way where it's a good thing it's a positive thing because it is um but it's also at the same time very daunting and terrifying and um overwhelming because it's like okay that's great that there's so many possibilities, but at the same time, it's like, I just need one and I need one to work, preferably one that I like and preferably one that, um, puts me in a good place in my life. Um, yeah. So there's just a lot of question marks and I'm just kind of trying to navigate that in a way that isn't stressing me out and isn't, um, I just terrifying me and, and making me, you know, paralyzed in a way which sounds really dramatic, but I'm a person who doesn't love change. I don't love not knowing what's going to happen. So this kind of thing is not, not really my jam, but that's okay. Uh, So if you are in a similar spot, just know that you're not alone. I'm here with you. I have no idea what's going to happen. And that's, that's a fun thing. And that's what we're going to go with. We're going to go with that. This is a good thing. This is fun. And it is exciting to not know what's going to come next. And I'm, I'm working on owning that because there's so many things that I realized too, that I, there's, there's all these labels that we put on ourselves, right? Like for me, one of them has always been, I'm such a worry wart. Like I worry about everything. I'm this like terrified little child. That's like so anxious. And that is true to an extent, right? Like I do have anxiety. I am scared of like everything, but at the same time, ha- putting those labels on myself is not serving me. You know what I mean? Putting the label on myself that I'm terrified of change and that I never want to leave my comfort zone. That doesn't help me at all. That just lets me, that just perpetuates this idea in my head that limits me. And why would I want to do that? Why would I want to stay in that place? You know what I mean? Why would I want to 
consistently view myself as a person who's afraid to take risks, as a person who's afraid to um, step out of my comfort zone, because that's not beneficial to me, you know, and it's it's labels can be good for a lot of reasons, because they can help us understand things. And when you're able to put a label on something, like put a label on a certain fear that you have, or like for me being able to say like, I have anxiety. That is a helpful label for me sometimes because it helps me to understand why I experience things differently than some people, why I, um, you know, go about things the way that I do. But it doesn't have to be something that I anchor everything on. And I'm not sure, I'm not sure if this is coming across the way that I want it to because I just got so deep so fast. Like I was talking about like a bowl I made for lunch and now I'm like, what is life? But it's true because there's a lot of things and I'm sure you have some that you like just these labels that you put on yourself and maybe it's that, um, you know, you're a perfectionist. I don't relate to that one personally, but maybe it's that you're a perfectionist or that you are, um, I don't know. There's a million, (laughs) I can't think of any words, but there's all these different things and saying you're, you're a perfectionist. Well, that's like, okay, right. It's okay to be a perfectionist. It's okay. It's okay to see yourself as one, but is that helping you or is that it, like, is that serving you to, to do that? And then it's like, if you focus on that so much in your head, like for me, it was like the whole change thing and not liking change. If you harp on that so much, it's just going to limit you. Like if you harp on the fact that you're a perfectionist, like you'll never get things right because like you're always being a perfectionist. Like you spend so much time doing work because like it needs to be perfect. That's not really helping you in the end. It's, it's helpful to know, to know it and to understand that, but it's not serving you to come back to that and base everything off of that one belief that you have because it is limiting. And that was something that I learned last year and I've been trying to make more of a conscious effort to do less of that and to focus less on those labels and kind of let them go because I I don't want to be that person anymore. And that's a good thing. You know, it's, it's good to get to a place where you can acknowledge the different ideas and beliefs that you've placed on yourself and kind of say, mm, this isn't really working for me anymore because this isn't going to help me get to the places that I, I need to be. I cannot be the person who's afraid to take risks and also be the person who's taking risks and and going out and living life like that because internally that doesn't those two things don't line up and while I do know that you can be a person who's afraid to do something and do it like (laughs) I do that every single day right um not to say I'm like doing all these big crazy things every day but you know sometimes ordering at Starbucks is scary so uh, it's one of those things where if you if you reframe the way that you look at certain things and certain facts that you believed to be true about yourself, then you are able to kind of look at all these different things that you want to accomplish, all these different goals that you have for yourself in a very, very different light. And I talked about this for a little bit when, um, like when I first graduated college, I mean, it was, it was literally peak pandemic. So there was a lot going on, lots of emotions, but I had always had this idea of me after college, how it would be kind of like a prison, (laughs) which is terrible and dramatic. And I'm well aware of that, but it it kind of just seemed like, okay, great. Now I just go get a job and I do this thing that everyone else is doing and I'm just like living this life. Right. And when I actually graduated, I was like, this is actually so much more of a freedom than it is the lack thereof. Right. 
and being able to reframe this as, okay, now I have literally my whole life ahead of me. I have an education and the world is my oyster. That reframe like was so huge for me because it made it more exciting and less like, okay, now I have to go do this thing because it's like, no, now I go and get to do all of these things. And that's really cool. Um, so I think, I think shifting things like that is really, really important. And I think being able to sit down and like, look at all of these things that you think about yourself and about your circumstances and about your goals and just kind of reframing them in a way that makes it more palatable and makes it more enjoyable and makes it more feasible because it is feasible. But sometimes the way that we talk about it is like, I will never get that thing. And that's who is that helping? It's not helping you, you know? And I mean, that kind of correlates all with like manifestation and, you know, what you speak and what you seek that like you're attracting all of that. So if you're constantly talking negatively and like, oh, you know, I'm just this person that's living this life and ho-hum, ho-hum, then it's like, okay, well, then you're never going to get that. You're going to constantly stay where you are because it's like that's you just constantly are dwelling on this these negative things about you. And I don't know. I think it's it's worth it's worth taking a glance inward like I clearly have been spending way too much time doing but the other thing that I kind of wanted to talk about going off of that was like I had this realization the other day um, about and it, it kind of is another label that I had for myself like when I had a finsta in high school going into college I had it all through college I don't post on it anymore at all um but when I had a Finsta, my bio in my Finsta was literally, I'm always here for you as an example of how things can be worse, which like, yes, that is funny. That is top tier comedy in my book. But at the same time, I was constantly looking at myself as like, as like the butt of the joke. You know what I mean? I was constantly looking at myself as like, ugh, nothing goes my way. And like, it's funny. I, I wasn't saying it in a negative way in that sense it wasn't this like depressive um dark way of looking at things it was more so just like oh of course like I'm Maddie and nothing ever works out for me that takes a toll on you (laughs) really takes a toll on you because if you have that as your mindset and again that was if I had that as the label that I put on myself I am Maddie I am I am the girl that has nothing nothing ever works out well for me why would I do that to myself (laughs) why would I ever do that to myself? Because then nothing is going to ever work out because it's just perpetuating this like super negative way of looking at life. If, if I was waking up every morning and obviously this wasn't like a super conscious thing that I was doing. Um, I think that my Finsta bio was just like a very clear example of it. But so it's not like I was waking up every morning and be like, oh, poor me. Like nothing goes my way. Cause that's not true. That wasn't like a conscious belief I had. It was very, very subconscious. Um, and sometimes, like I said, I would use it as a joke and it would be, you know, <laughs> humor is a coping mechanism, but really it was, and it is still, but I think being able to frame things in that way was limiting me from so much because I really did on some level see myself as like, why would anything go my way? That's just so not on brand for me. And while it is like funny, if I was a character in a play, this is real life. (laughs) And like, I could severely benefit from a few things going my way, you know? So I think it's, it's hard to, to wrap your head around that. And it was, it was kind of hard for me to accept in a way too. It was hard for me to be like, holy shit, 
have I really been saying this about myself this whole time? Have I really been making this my shtick? And I have. And um, I think that's fine. I didn't know any better. I didn't know the effects that it was having on me. And I know that this might sound like woo-woo to be like, I it clearly was actually true. But it, it clearly was because <laughs> because when just having that mindset and having those beliefs, well, that does project into your real life. And now I'm getting so spiritual, but I don't care. Um, because it's true. It's true. If you think happy things, things will, ha- happy things will happen in your life, right? Um, that's a fact. If you, if you wake up in the morning and you stub your toe and then you're just in a shitty mood for the rest of the day, things will not go your way because you're just in a bad mood. You're projecting all of this anger and hostility and frustration and annoyance and whatever out into the world. And then that's what you're going to see. And that's not healthy. That's not healthy for anyone. And that makes us very resentful and very bitter. And I don't want to live a life like that. And I'm sure that you don't want to live a life like that. And even for a long time, I was I don't know. I think, I think a lot of pick me girls went through the phase of like, I'm such a bitch. Like I'm, (laughs) ew, it's like so cringy to talk about. It's so cringy to talk about. I'm really taking one for the team here, but you know what I mean? Like this whole, like, I like, I don't take anyone's shit and blah, blah, blah. And you know what? Some of those beliefs are still true. Like, do I not, I don't, I, I certainly don't go around advertising it the way that I used to, because that's embarrassing on every level. Um, but there's like, having that kind of attitude of like, I'm this like tough person. And and like, that doesn't, that's not real. First of all, that's not real because you're a human being and you have feelings and you have emotions just like the rest of us, you know, but that's also just making it seem like I'm so like hardened against the world. And that's not beneficial. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be, um, a person that is like trying to intimidate people or not that I think I was ever seeking it out. I I don't think I was. I'm just going in circles here. But your attitude and the way that you interpret certain things and react to certain things, because a lot of the times our reactions, that's all that's all we have, right? We can't control a lot of things. We can only control the way that we react to them. And I think by reacting to things in a negative way or in a way where for me it was like, oh, of course this is happening to me. Not like, okay, I'll take this in stride. I'll see what happens. I'll do the next best thing. You know, I'll try and make this work to my advantage. But, but instead letting it consume me and be like, ugh, like wallowing in it and feeling that self pity. And, and also side note, this is not to say that you shouldn't feel your emotions because you should feel your emotions. Um, that's something I've struggled with a lot over the last few years because I want to be this person that's super positive and super like, nope, this is fine. Everything happens for a reason. I don't care that I have a narcissistic boss. I don't care that I just lost my job. I don't care that this happened. Um, You know, it's all going to work out. That is, that's good. It's good to look at things like that and to have that hope. Um, And I am proud of myself for always, you know, feeling like things are going to get better because that's that's a big thing and not a lot of people can do that but at the same time there are times that you have to sit in it and like realize oh that that sucked that thing that I went through sucked that you know friendship that ended that was a sucky time for me that relationship that ended whatever it's nice to be able to the fact that we're in a pandemic like (laughs) I think it's really important 
to reflect on those things and to acknowledge your feelings because if you don't acknowledge your feelings then it's like who like you're just constantly bulldozing through them and that's that's not helpful because again it's the resentment then you're like building up all of these feelings you're bottling them up and that will not end up working out for you long term like that won't feel good you know so it is important to be able to sit with your emotions and and I don't know how that happens like for for me I obviously do go to therapy every single week so that is a really big outlet for me um and that works for me and I know that doesn't work for everyone and I know that that's not as easily available to everyone um but there's other ways that you can do it you can journal you can just you know let all of your emotions like flow out on a on a piece of paper and just put pen to paper and let it all just come out because I think that that can be really helpful for people as well or um going for a drive I love just like it's setting kind of setting an intention like I, I don't do this when I'm running errands or something but setting an intention and like getting in the car putting on some good music and just like driving for like 30 minutes and just kind of like letting my mind wander let my mind process things and and work through those things even if it's just in silence to yourself um it doesn't need to be a big thing or like a formal thing like therapy but I and and when those emotions come up try not to suppress them you know if if one day you're feeling sad because I don't know you something something bad happens even if it's something like silly like feel that emotion and and let that out because um I think that ends up being better for you in the long run and um it's it's also doing yourself a disservice to not acknowledge it and to ignore it because you owe it to yourself like if you go through something really hard and you're really upset by it like why would you pretend that you're not you know especially when it's when it's just to you like I get it if you're you don't want to get upset around people or friends or in school or whatever I understand that but I mean it's kind of in a way betraying yourself because it's like no I did just go through something hard and I'm upset and I'm gonna cry and I can still have the underlying belief that it's gonna be okay and that I will get through this but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that it's not hard in this moment that doesn't mean that it's not kind of all-consuming because that that's how these things are right you know when I'm upset it's like all I can think about and it's it's hard to um to focus on something else and so it's it it, is so let that happen let it consume you let it you know take a few minutes take half an hour take an hour take whatever you need and just let yourself be sad because like I said I, I really do think that that ends up being more beneficial for you in the long term and you know what? Even if something bad happens or something that upsets you happens and it doesn't hit you until a few months later, a few days later, a few weeks later, whatever, whenever it comes up, feel it and don't don't beat yourself up for it. Don't, you know, don't um, try and act like you're not feeling it because that's not helpful and that's not beneficial. <sighs> okay, the other thing that I was that this is like I've taken so many tangents there has there is not one cohesive theme to this episode and I'm sorry I'm sorry about that but I was also I sat down thinking that I was going to talk about like personal growth because that's something that 
I've been going through. I've been on somewhat of a growth journey, right? And maybe some of you are too. And and some of you might think, what the fuck is a growth journey? (laughs) We're all growing all the time, right? And that's true. That is true because I think any, you can look back like a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, like you've changed, you've grown, right? As a person, maybe not physically because I don't know, we're not 15 anymore, but wait, when do you stop growing? I feel like it's before 15. I don't know. You get what I'm saying. But I think there's, you know, you know, you're in, you're going through some sort of personal growth journey um, when you become really self-aware of it. And that's something that like, I've been self-aware of this thing that I'm going through for like two years now, Uh, probably closer to two and a half. But anyways, it's just, it's a weird, it's a weird thing to go through. And I don't think a lot of people talk about it because, um, or I've, I've never really heard anyone talk about it, but it's, it's hard. It's really hard to grow as a person. And this is something that I talked about um, this time, it's actually, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to rephrase that. It isn't hard to grow as a person. It's not because I think it's very natural. You know, you, when you start learning more about yourself and who you are as a person, you naturally then have different, you know, things that you want out of life. Once you know yourself better and understand who you are, I think the natural next step is to then look at, okay, what do I want from life? What do I want from the people I spend time with? What do I want in, um, in five years? What do I want my life to look like in 10 years? Those are like natural thoughts to have when, when you start growing as a person and coming to terms with who you are. And I say that like, it's this very dramatic thing. And I, I I think sometimes it can be because I don't know. I think when you're younger, like in your, when you're in high school, you kind of have this idea of, of who you are as a person, but I don't think you spend a lot of time thinking about it, right? Because you're just focused on like math class. And then when you get to college, I think there's there's a big growth spurt that happens there because you're away from home, you know, you you have to make new friends. Like in high school, you probably had a lot of the same friends since you were in, you know, elementary school. You knew all those people. And then in college, you're really pushed out of your comfort zone. You have to make new friends. You have to adapt. You have new responsibilities, all of that. So you definitely grow as a person then. And you might start to learn more things about yourself in in that time period. And then um, like for me, the pandemic caused a lot of this because it's like, what the fuck else did I have to do besides make banana bread and charcuterie boards and question my entire life? And I took that and ran with it. I really did. Um, and I was in therapy then too. So I spent a lot of that time just diving into who I am and what I want in life. And that is, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And it is, um, it's very rewarding and it's really, it's really great. And it's, it's challenge. I, I would say that it's challenging. It's not hard. It's challenging because there's a lot of things that you might learn about yourself that aren't great, (laughs) right? Because we're not perfect people. None of us are perfect. We all have flaws and we all have faults and we all have things that we have to come to terms with about ourselves. And that can be like mm, painful or like a rude awakening. And the good thing is, is like for me, 
doing so much of that in therapy as I've kind of been able to trace things back, which is really cool because I'm like, why am I the way that I am in this aspect of my life? Why do I respond this way when this thing happens? You know what I mean? Um, And that's a really, really cool part about growing as a person because, you know, we really do start growing as a person when we're a kid. And that's when we learn, you know, that's when we, we start building our foundation of who we are. And that's when we develop likes and dislikes and probably a lot of them that you still have today. Um, so that, that's really cool to do. But I was, I was talking in therapy in my last session about how the worst part about growing as a person and, and about being on this journey. And I know that I sound, I literally sound like Oprah and I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry at all. The worst part about being on this kind of like personal growth journey is that internally I'm like, holy shit, (laughs) holy shit, guys, I'm a whole new person. I'm literally so amazing. I'm so, I love myself so much now. Guys, this is crazy. That's how I feel on the inside. And I'm like, wow, I'm really proud of myself because I'm handling things differently I'm being able to kind of take all these experiences and and filter them in a different way than I would have before, right? And that's really cool. And it's really cool to think to yourself, "Hey, now I know that this is what I this is what I want of the people that I'm friends with. This is what I want from them. That's what I need from friendships right now. This is what I need from a job right now. This is what I want from life." Like that's really cool information to have on hand and it's really, it's a really cool feeling to be confident in those things and to also be like, I'm okay, I'm okay in the meantime until that comes along because I'm not just gonna, I'm not just gonna take, you know, a picture like this. You're walking down the street and there's a market going on or a, what's the word I'm looking for? farmer's market that's what it is there's a farmer's market going on okay and you're looking for some blueberries to snack on right and you're walking and like the first stand that you see they have some blueberries but they're not like the best ones you're not really interested in those blueberries you're like whatever I'm gonna wait until I find some good blueberries like some really top-notch blueberries and then you go to the next farm stand there's some more blueberries they're like eh whatever you pass them up again you're like it's fine I'll, I'll find some great blueberries and all the while you see people lining up at these first two farm stands for blueberries and they're like so excited about these blueberries and they're like well that's great for them um because they look really excited about it but like that's not those are not the blueberries that I want to snack on today and so you keep walking and you keep walking and then you're like is there something wrong with me because everyone else loves those blueberries and I don't want those blueberries And finally, you get to the end of the farmer's market and there is a stand with the most delicious and juiciest blueberries in the whole world. And you're like, thank God I finally have been waiting for these blueberries and I finally get them. This is amazing. And I think that that's a really good metaphor for life right now because, um, you know, it's hard to see other people doing things that are synonymous with what you want. You know, it's not the exact same. It's not it's not my personal goals, right? Um, And seeing other people do that, but 
but you know internally like I don't want to do that I don't want to settle for those blueberries I don't want to do that because if I do that then who even am I anymore so you just keep holding out for your blueberries and the thing is is in the meantime that walk all the way down to the end of the farmer's market is kind of taking a little bit longer than you would like it to and that is a hard thing to come to terms with and that's what I was talking about with my therapist is it's really hard to feel like a whole new person. And I do in so many ways. I feel like a whole new person. Like I and I'm talking I'm not talking about like an overnight I was a whole new a whole new bitch. No, it took it took two and a half years. Um and it's been it's been a long arduous journey, but the hard part about it is is I have nothing to show for it. You know, I it's not like it's not like buying a house, you know, you work really hard, you save up money, you buy a house, and then you're able to tell everyone, look at this huge thing I just accomplished. Look at this house that's literally that we're standing in right now that I paid for with my own money because I'm a hard worker. That is something tangible that you can show people. That is a very physical milestone of like, look how hard I worked, look what I can accomplish. And that is great. And for me, I feel like internally I've built a whole fucking house, right? (laughs) And I have, in many ways I have. I feel like I've built a whole fucking house. And now I'm like, guys, guys, look at this house I built. And everyone's like, what do you mean? (laughs) What do you mean you live at home? And, (laughs) and it's crazy. It is crazy because that's really hard. It's really hard. It's kind of also like, like, um, you get a job and then you tell people and like no one believes you or something. You're like, no, what do you mean? I just got this amazing job. Like, it's so crazy. And if people can't see things, you know, with their own two eyes, it's like it doesn't mean as much. Right. It's not something I can post on Facebook. Not that I would anyways. But you know what I mean? This isn't something I can post on Facebook and be like in 2021, I grew so much as a person because everyone's like, that's amazing. Did you get a job? <laughs> that's amazing. Do you have a house to live in? That's amazing. Did you buy a car? And it's just not one of the things that you can put like a tangible item to. And that is difficult because it kind of feels like you did a ton of work without the reward. And the thing is, is I know that there is a reward and that it's, you know, the, the reward is in a, in a lot of ways better than owning a house, Right. Because like being happy with who you are as a person and feeling equipped to like deal with pretty much anything life throws at you, that's kind of like priceless in a lot of ways. Um, my mom's listening to this. She's like, yeah, that's priceless. Move out of my house. Hee <laughs> hee. Buy a house. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Um, message received, mom. But I think this is a really, it is a really hard thing. Um because like I said, it's also, you know what it is? I'm coming up with so many great metaphors today. Jesus, I should write a book. It's like, it's like I started, it's like I started the pandemic, this like, like looking like myself, right? And then it's like over the last two and a half years, I have, it, it feels, this is what it feels like. Like I've dyed my hair red, and chopped it all off, and got a bunch of tattoos and piercings, and I literally look like a whole new person. And then no one notices. 
<laughs> that's what it feels like. It feels like I get up every day and I'm like, hey guys. And I'm like, oh, hoping that they'll notice like my new haircut, my whole new, my whole new look, my whole new style. And everyone's like, hey. And you're like, bitch, what? What? I literally, I, I'm totally different. How do you not realize? That's what it feels like. And that's really hard. Um, because it, in a lot of ways it feels like, okay, I did all this and for what, you know? And, um, I, I have talked a lot, um, in therapy over the last couple years, uh, about this idea of like, I can't catch a break, which again, that is a label that is not serving me. And I will be working on that. I will be working on that. But that is something that I felt that like anytime it was like, okay, like kind of the one steps forward, two steps back type of deal you know like I finally got my first full-time job this year that was a great step forward and then I had an insane narcissistic boss that's a step back that's a step back for sure because it's like okay you still have a job it sucks but you still have a job and then I was like okay then I got fired from my job mm-hmm. so then I was like oh that was another step back you know and um I just kind of felt like whenever something goes my way it immediately <laughs> takes a right turn I don't know what that sound effect was. It was supposed to be me taking a right turn, but it takes a sharp turn to the right and it doesn't work out in my favor. And again, that is an idea that isn't serving me at all. And that is what I am personally working on in this year. But it it is, it's just, it's a crazy thing because I felt like anytime I felt like I had my shit together, the universe was like, you know what you need? And I'm like, I don't know some smiles and it was like no you need another lesson and I'm like no I'm all set I've learned so much I'm good and the universe was like no you're not you need one more I'm like okay fine and you know you try and take it in stride but it adds up and it takes a toll on a person and um and also I think another thing how many times have we said I think in this episode do not count. I will be appalled and erase myself. Um, but another thing that is, is important, um, I think is to reflect on everything as a whole, because I think a lot of time it's, I just said it two more times and I need to stop. But a lot of the times it's, um, or I personally have gone through periods where I'm like, I am being so dramatic. Like I'm acting like it is the end of the world and it is not and blah, blah, blah. And this is where, you know, honoring your feelings comes back because if you look at everything, like that one thing that happened might not really have been the end of the world. But if you look at it in conjunction with everything that you've been through in the last, you know, three months, six months, a year, two years, it's like, wow, that puts it into perspective. Because um, if you think about those things and you think of like, if a friend sat down and told you all of those things, like the the laundry list of things that haven't worked out or haven't gone your way over the last year or so, your friend or you, your friend saying this to you, you would be like, oh my God, you poor thing. But that's not how we look at it when it's ourself because we're like, it's fine, whatever. We have to keep moving. We have to move on to the next thing. And that just isn't true. You don't have to do that. You can take a minute. You can take a pause you can relax for a hot sec and, and reflect on things. And, you know, like I said, just kind of honor those feelings and, and give yourself credit for all the things that you've been through and keep going. But it's a lot of times it's hard to keep going without doing that step of pausing, which seems fake. It's kind of like how they say that growing your hair 
will go faster if you get get it cut. It's like that doesn't make any logical sense. But I think in order to keep moving forward, you do have to pause and you do have to reflect and say, okay, but what just happened? You do have to kind of look back um, momentarily and you don't have to stay there. You don't have to stay in those feelings. You don't have to stay looking at the past and things that have happened because that's not going to be productive. But you can take that short pause and check in with yourself. Ask how you're feeling. Um, I think that is always a good thing and it's always beneficial and it will help you keep moving forward. And if you are a person who maybe hasn't been growing personally as much as you would like, or, you know, maybe you just feel like it's time for a change internally within yourself. Um, there's a lot of things that you can do to jumpstart that. I journal a lot. I tend to get I I usually need a prompt. I cannot just like sit down and journal, but I think there's a lot of really good prompts on Pinterest that I found um, that help you kind of check in with yourself in ways that like, like with questions that I would never have thought of on my own. Um, And that's a really good place to start because for me, at least once I start thinking about one thing and going down one rabbit hole, it just kind of all you know, domino effects and I just get everything, um, which is a good thing and a bad thing. It's a blessing and a curse for sure. But, you know, just start, just take this time because as much as I think this time is for looking forward and looking up and looking at all of the good things that are about to come, right? It also, in order to do a lot of that, you kind of do have to look back and say, okay, this is what I've been through. This is what I've learned from those experiences. And this is how I want to propel myself forward. Um, those are really important things to take into consideration when when planning your next moves and when thinking about your next steps. And a lot of it comes from just, like I said, going back to the core of literally who you are as a person and saying, okay, you know what? this is who I am. Just write down, even just like make a whole journal page just about yourself. Like do a quick Q&A with yourself. You know, my name is this. Um, Some of the beliefs that I hold to be true are this. Some of the things that I care for most in this world are this. Some uh, A place I want to be in the next five years is this. You know, asking yourself those questions and answering it so honestly. I think that's a hard thing too because there's so many ways that uh at the risk of sounding horrible that like society kind of like washes certain beliefs that we have right and it's like okay where do you want to be in five years and um you know that can look different depending on who you spend time with and who you went to high school with and you know the kind of um place that you were raised and I think being able to really be honest with yourself and just say, you know what, know where I really want to be in five years. This might sound a little crazy. This might sound a little, little quirky, but that's where I want to be. So if you can just be like radically honest with yourself, um, in a journal or even just like having this thought process, I also, a really good thing that I, I did last year was, um, if you guys have heard of, we're not really strangers. It's a brand that sells a card game essentially, where like two people can sit down and they ask each other these questions on these cards and it's supposed to be based on the concept of like then by the end of the game they're not strangers anymore because they you know know all these like cool things about each other well that brand also sells like a self-reflection pack 
And so I used that as a lot of journal prompts as well, because those, those had some good ones. Um, and that's just another way to kind of kickstart it. And again, if you have a therapist, just be like, Hey, I kind of want to dive into some of this stuff. I'm sure you already do to some extent if you are in therapy, but it's, it's a, a really big part of understanding who you are and why you act the way that you do is all about going back, going back to your roots, going back to, you know, um, things that happened to you in when you were in middle school. And I don't mean that in like a big traumatizing way. I think that's kind of a misconception about, you know, therapy and trauma and, you know, the effects of our childhood is you didn't have to have this like clusterfuck childhood. I certainly did not. I had an amazing childhood. I have two parents who love me, um, that raised me and I, you know, very, very thankful for that and grateful for that. Um, but I had certain experiences in school that made me, um, you know, bitter or not trust people or be afraid of people. And, you know, those are things that, that do end up taking a toll on you. And unless you can become aware of those things and realize how much of that you carry to today, then like, how are you ever going to move forward? And how are you ever going to be able to trust yourself and, and know why you are the way you are. I think that's like the most valuable knowledge you can get is, is knowing who you are as a person. Because if you don't know who you are, then who the, who the fuck is going to know who you are? Um, so wow, this was a really, I feel like I blacked out. You could not ask me one thing that I said during this episode. I will deny it. But I think overall, um, for me, 2020 was like a big year for like whoa what the fuck is going on who am I let's let's figure this out 2022 I did a lot of that I mean 2021 Jesus Jesus okay 2021 I did a lot of that in 2022 I have no idea I have literally no idea we're just gonna see we're just gonna be along for the ride we're just gonna see what happens we're gonna play by by ear is that the saying I always want, I always forget which one it is. Um, (laughs) anyways, I hope that this resonated with some people. At least I hope that this, you know, um, wasn't just me talking about nonsense that wasn't relatable for 45 minutes. I really hope that you did connect with at least something that I said. If you like episodes like this, please let me know because these are really easy for me to make because it's just a stream of consciousness for 45 minutes about things that I'm probably already thinking about anyways. So, and like, and they are really, really therapeutic. So no complaints for me, honestly. So if you like these, let me know as always follow the, um, the Instagram on pod. Yes, Maddie. Yes. Follow the podcast on Instagram at parkedcarconvos.pod. Uh, follow the podcast on whatever platform you listen on leave a rating because you can do that on Spotify now and leave a review if you can on Apple whatever you want and also as we go into 2022 just keep in mind that I'm always open to episode ideas and anything anything like that so reach out to me if you have any ideas or you want to hear me talk about a certain topic because chances are I'll do it because why wouldn't I so thank you for listening I hope you guys are in a great mood and are setting great intentions for 2022 
and um kind of crazy I started this podcast like five months ago so parked car convos made it to 2022 very proud of that a lot of podcasts don't make it past five episodes so kind of crushing it because I'm on episode 22 oh my oh my god it's episode 22 and it's the first episode of 2022 I'm dead I'm dead. I love this for us. Okay. Bye besties. Have a good day.